1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: So we have now connected uh, with Ross Tucker. Now joining us, of course, uh, always check out my front page story. And uh, does a great job CBS and Westwood One. That is Ross Tucker joining us on the Zach Gelb Show. Ross, great to have you on as always. Thanks so much. How are
3: you? My pleasure, Zach. Doing great. Awesome to see you yesterday. I love it. Why were why you there yesterday? Just making sure you're... Uh... You're always wor- somewhere in the action.
2: You know, I'm, I'm just a hardworking person. I believe that if you're going to say a lot of things about people, you got to go to the big games and you got to see how they, uh, they they play on out. So that's why I elected to go there. And I was talking to Mahomes uh, after the game, and, and he said to me something he's learned this year, right? Because Mahomes is so great. Like, what else is there for him to learn? And it's kind of crazy that he could get better and better with age, which is scary for the rest of the league. But his big takeaway this season was he learned how to manage the game this year when they have such a great defense and just trust it and find not a way uh, to throw the game away. And that's what you really saw in the second half.
3: Correct. Yeah, I mean, they didn't score at all in the second half. And we really a very different narrative, I feel like, today if the Ravens have been able to score themselves, right? If Zay Flowers gets in the end zone, if Lamar Jackson doesn't throw, Honestly, probably one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen um, given the situation. Just absolutely awful. If Mahomes doesn't do that then you know, I don't know, man. I I I I I think we have a different conversation, but he obviously uh has learned that he's got a really good defense and Spags has been fantastic and they deserve a lot of credit for that because they totally Zack, totally took the Ravens out of their game.
2: No, absolutely. And I was shocked. Uh, you know, I know Lamar's had some struggles in the postseason, but now this is going to become a bigger and bigger storyline. But the play calling yesterday, I just thought was horrendous by Baltimore. They barely ran the football. I know they were down, but it wasn't like the game was out of reach. And they didn't really do that many design runs with Lamar, or they didn't run the ball with their running backs. I didn't get Munkin's approach in that game.
3: I was a little surprised myself. Yeah, I mean, even when they did run it, it's like gun runs with Justice Hill as opposed to some of the downhill stuff with the Gus bus, Gus Edwards. Not very many design runs for Lamar Jackson. I was surprised. I was surprised with the tactic that they took. I did think that Spags got the better of Todd Munkin yesterday. I think they're both excellent coaches. And I wonder how much of Munkin's mindset changed watching the Chiefs totally control the action with those 86 and 75-yard drives for touchdowns to start the game. It's almost like Munkin played the rest of the game after that, Zach, thinking, hey, we really need to score a lot of points because we're not, we're not going to be able to, and they're doing such a good job, and it's going to be a high-scoring game. That's not what happened at all. I mean, the Ravens' defense settled in and really stuffed, you know, what they were getting from the Chiefs' offense after that. But Munkin didn't really adjust. I guess in fairness, you know, the Chiefs held the ball 20-some minutes in the first half, and the Ravens were down by two scores. It was clearly not a situation that the Ravens were accustomed to being in, and they didn't handle it very well.
2: How do you view Lamar Jackson moving forward, Ross Tucker?
3: Yeah, really good quarterback that um, does not play his best when they need him to. And we see that when we watch Mahomes and the plays that Mahomes makes to Kelsey and some of the throws he made. And I thought Lamar had some good throws, but, man, I felt like there were a lot of times, a couple to Odell, one to Rashad Bateman. They had man-to-man coverage. And, by the way, I didn't think that – the Ravens receivers did enough to get open against man-to-man coverage, against some of this, the lesser corners for the Chiefs, not even Legere's needs. That's part of the conversation, sure. but a lot of those balls from Lamar Jackson, they weren't even really giving the guys a chance. I mean, they, they, they weren't really even having an opportunity to make a play on the ball, and I do think that that's probably one of the reasons why a couple of those where I thought they could call interference, they didn't call interference.
2: Talking to Ross Tucker right now. Um, What did you say to Taylor Swift after the game? I saw you guys had an interaction on the field.
3: Yeah, not, not much. I I was, you (laughs) know, with Westwood one, I'm able to uh, be next to the stage to interview the head coach and the quarterback after the game. And, you know, Taylor Swift is from my hometown, the really small hometown, believe it or not. It's called Wyoming, Pennsylvania. An hour west of of Philly, and so I've met her a couple times, but it was 2007 and 2015. Wow, but uh, but I know her dad, and uh, I went to a concert in Philly, so I thought, gosh, I gotta say something to her. So I think I came up with something pretty good, Zach. I pulled up the picture on my phone of my daughters with her Smart dad moves. from with her dad from the concert in May in Philly. And I said, "Hi, Taylor. I'm I'm uh, I'm good friends with your dad. I'm Ross Tucker from Why Missing." And she looks at me and she's like, "Oh yeah, I know you. I, I know you." Like meaning like I guess that doesn't happen to her a lot. Um, which was funny because I, I I missed a great all time comeback where I could have been like, "Yeah, I know you. I know you." <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I, I I said I talked to your dad this week. Uh, she said oh, okay, and then I she was with Donna and Ed Kelsey. Awesome, and I know Ed Kelsey too. So then I just said, "Hey, Ed, how are you?" Like I kind of I kind of moved on from Taylor. Like what I, what else was I going to say? You know what I mean? Like it, it seems like I Ross. Say.
2: If this does go all the way and there's a wedding, I think you should get an invite.
3: I think that uh, that's what I was trying to lock up yesterday. That's what that that's why I went right from. Taylor, I had to go immediately to, to the father of the groom and Ed Kelsey, trying to make sure that both sides are okay with me being at the, uh, at the wedding.
2: <laughs> Ross Tucker here with us. Um, how would you describe the decision-making in the second half by Dan Campbell yesterday in the NFC championship game?
1: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Uh, I did not like it. I would describe it as overly aggressive. Um, I'm not a guy in hindsight. So first of all, when enough people... Not enough people are saying, Zach, running the ball with David Montgomery on third down at the end of the game with less than two minutes remaining, that was inexcusable. Yeah, it was horrible. Unacceptable coaching error. You cannot run the ball there because then if you get stuffed, and they did, you absolutely have to get the onside kick, which is such a small percentage. Cannot happen. Cannot do it. I mean, you're honestly better off in that situation kicking the field goal on third down yeah. than you are running it.
2: And, and if you're going to so, run it, you got to have two plays ready to go. You got to you can't use the timeout there.
3: Co- correct, correct. So it, it it was that was awful. I think the field goal uh, or go for a fourth down decisions are a little bit more of an interesting discussion. That's certainly who the Lions have been, and they've had a lot of success with it. And I will say, you know. A lot to, I mean like we saw that with the Ravens and Chiefs yesterday. Teams are going for it in fourth down situations that they never have before and it certainly feels like it's progress and mm-hmm. that they're having success. I would just wonder, are we are we sure that we're taking into account all the information? Because what I would argue, Zach, is not every fourth down decision is created equal. In other words, let's look at the first one, okay? They're up 14. It's 24-10. Like, Ross, I'll just tell
2: you right now. I was okay with that first one. It was the the second one. When you're down three, I don't understand bypassing that field goal where you could have tied up the game. Like, I was okay with the first one. The second one, I was not.
3: Yeah, so the first one bothered me every bit as much as the second one. Okay. Because let's play it out, okay? Let's say you get it which maybe that's 50% of the time, you convert. Well, then, you're still not guaranteed a touchdown. Good point. You know, you, there's still a pretty good chance you're going to kick a field goal. And not only that, even if you get a touchdown, it's still, you're up 21, but still a three-score game. Whereas if you kick the field goal to go back up 17, you make it a three-score game again. In other words, Zach, the difference between 21 and 17 is not even close to the difference between being up 17 and 14. It's either a two-score game or a three-score game. I thought that was really bad, really bad. And then the second one, I agree. I thought in both instances, because of the score, they should kick the field. Now, if, like they were down six or like there's other scores in the game that it could have been where I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's fine. But if it's the difference between being up two scores and three scores or the difference between tying the game or not, I, I would have kicked a field goal in those situations and think you should have.
2: I can tell you right now, uh, Dan Campbell and Lamar Jackson both could use a my Front Page story today. Uh, tell me a little bit more about MyFrontPageStory.com.
3: Well, they absolutely should and could, and although they get enough publicity. You know who doesn't get publicity <laughs> in life? There are significant others, right? I mean, it's the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever heard of. I know I've talked to you about it before, Zach, but for the new people listening, my buddy started the company you literally talk to a writer for 10 minutes, tell them how great your significant other is, way, way better than getting like a gift card to the Olive Garden or whatever you think, whatever's in your head right now. I'm giving you something totally unique and different. For once, Zach, for once, myfrontpagestory.com, tell them how great your significant other is. They write this amazing story. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper, framed beautiful pictures of you and them, kids if you have them. And just being able to say, I had a story written about you, is incredible. And then make sure, Zach, if you do it this year, make sure you say to them, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does for the family. <laughs> like, they cry every time. It's amazing. And then they have it hanging up in the house forever. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. Best Valentine's Day gift of all time.
2: He is the love guru, Ross Tucker. Ross, appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Good to see you yesterday. Of
3: course, Zach. Great talking to you and great seeing you yesterday.
2: There you go. Ross Tucker joining us on the Zach Gelb
1: Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
4: I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.